morning by a major leadership publication saying, too often, unfortunately, one of the challenges that leaders have is they get grudging buy-in, but then employees go do what they want to do anyway. Their answer to that is dialogue. How are you going to be an effective leader if you're not dialoguing with people? That's one of our great challenges in virtual presentations as well, because when we talk at someone, we miss a great opportunity to not only draw them in and make it more engaging, but we'll learn something ourselves. Well, that means you have to know who your audience is. Absolutely. So what do you need to know about the audience to make this work? First question I would always ask is, what are they going to get out of it? People are motivated to learn what they want to learn. Okay. A couple weeks ago, I made a presentation about 800 people, and I actually started the webcast saying, hey, have you ever gone out and on your own, with your own money and your own time, learned something? And somebody says, yep, parenting skills. And somebody says, I'm learning to speak Chinese. And somebody says, golf. Why? And the answer is, of course, because we're motivated. So the better you can describe for someone the potential benefit to them for attending, the better off you're going to be. And you can't do that without knowing your audience. Mm -hmm. You can't educate someone if you don't know who they are. It's not data dump. It's helping somebody get from point A to point B in a mutually beneficial way. It's particularly important if you're dealing with people from different cultures. Yes. Different people learn different ways. Mm -hmm. Learners are auditory, kinesthetic, or visual, all three most of the time, but we lean in a certain direction. But cultures have different ways of approaching those kinds of things. For example, what does color mean when they look at your slide? In the United States, for instance, it means danger or stop. In China, it means happy. So how might you use color? Mm -hmm. Are they a more direct or indirect culture? Some cultures, especially in Asia-Pacific, are considerably more indirect in the way they respond to authority or interact with someone at the head of the classroom. I've spoken to an audience in Singapore and had them be very quiet. And I thought they hated me because they didn't ask me any questions or wouldn't respond in real time. What I later learned was they loved the presentation, but that's what they considered to be polite. And then there are sometimes subcultures and companies.